Today of Shabbos, Parsha Shalach Lecho, Chazorah, on Memhe on the base, two, four, six, six lines up before the wide lines, the two dots there, Omar Robo. Says Robo, Homilsa Omnita Anor, the following thing I said, the Itzmarach Mishmedir Abizira Kabotin. Subsequently I found that it was said in the name of Rabbi Zero, it was said like I said. Three people who eat together. One person has to stop for two. The ancient But two do not have to stop for one. Meaning, if you've got three people eating together and two of them finish their meal and are ready to bench, then the one person should stop for the two. But if one person has finished and he wants to bench and the other two have not, they don't have to stop for him. Ask the Gemara the light. And two don't have to stop for one. For our Papa, if they clear the Abba Maru, should possibly say the Abba Mori Bray, but surely our Papa stopped for Abba Mori, his son, Iubachad, together with somebody else. So there's our Papa, this other person, and our Papa's son. And the two of them stopped for his son. They interrupted their meal thing. Answer the Gemara Shani, our Papa, our Papa's different. The Lefim Mishra the Ovat. In order to be machshim, in order to, in order to show chashivas for this, for this Thomas Chacham, this Thomas is a Thomas Chacham, they went to Mishra Asadim, they went to head of the letter of the law. So, we're saying that this. But what, when two people are finished, one has to stop. When you've got, when you've got um, one person, however, who's finished, then the other two do not have to stop. If they want to go to Mishra Asadim, they are perfectly entitled to do so, and they can stop for the one. Now, Rashi writes that the idea when two people have, have finished, that one has to stop for them, that's a din, it's called Derech Eretz. And so from the Ramam is also Mashman, it's a din in Derech Eretz. Sounding like that if the person is stubborn and he refuses to stop for them, then they can't actually make the zim. However, there are plenty of Rishonim who learn, the, the vast majority of Rishonim it seems to learn, that it's actually a chiyot. That if two people have finished, then the one has to stop. And so now said that if he doesn't stop, it's, his, it's tough luck to him. They can make the zimmer. As long as he's sitting there with them, as opposed to the case we had last week where he's gone off and they have to call him back and he comes to the door. We're talking about where he's sitting there, there the three of them sitting there, two are ready to bench, they can go ahead and make their zimmer. If he doesn't answer, the zimmer nonetheless works for them. And the person who doesn't answer, he's lost his zimmer. And therefore the chiyuv for him to stop is the chiyuv because if he wants to be yoked to them and he's the chiyuv to answer. He has to stop and answer to them. But the other way around when you've got one person who's finished and the other two have not they're not the chiyuv to stop, to stop. You know why? Because there is no chiyuv zimun. Meaning if the one goes ahead and he says come on Rabbi Tainu Morech and they don't answer him he's been, he hasn't been yoked Zimun cannot there's no chiyuv activated the chiyuv of, of zimun is not activated until there are two people who have finished their, who have finished eating and are ready to bench. Now, another point of interest is, which the Bi'alokha talks about is, fine, so if two people have, have finished their meal, um, we've said that the one has to stop for them. He's mechuyev to stop for them. Is that only if they have to go? What happens if they don't have to go? They're finished, and they want to bench, but they're not in any rush. They're not actually in any rush. They've got no appointments. They've got no effort. They've got to go. They're just done. They're finished. They want to bench. So the Bira Allah has medaik from various sources. The Ra'ah, the Arzorua, etc. He's medaik from various sources. The Rabbi Niyona, possibly. That it could be done. They're not the, the, the one person is not the to stop. They shouldn't really be making the zimmer. 
they should wait for him. But nonetheless, he says, if you're talking that because of Derek Eretz, I'll call upon him, Derek Eretz, the person should, should, uh, should stop. And the truth is, if you actually look at Rashi, the way Rashi writes it, is, um, he says that, when he, when he talks about it, it says, if two, Lashon Rashi in Dibar Maska, Lashon I noted that Rashi writes there, if Gom Lashon I'm too often, if two people have finished their Udo, the right in the Zaman, they want to make a Zimun, then Derek Eretz, so it's Derek Eretz for the one to stop for them. It doesn't seem because they need to go. It says they finished their meal and they want to make a Zimun. So it's very, very possible that Rashi and the other Rishonim are just simply talking of two different situations. Rashi is talking about whether two are finished. They don't need to go. So the Rashi says that Al-Sterch Eretz, Al-Sterch Eretz, he should, he should, um, he should stop for them. They can't be Mechaiz him to, because they, they're not in any rush. And he hasn't yet finished his meal, so it's Sterch Eretz, so they can't, they can't force him to do so. But if the two of them need to go somewhere, then it's not only Sterch Eretz, it could be, it's possible that Rashi would agree in that case, or that, whether Rashi agrees that he doesn't, and the Maitre, the other Rishon, definitely write this, that then a person is absolutely mechuyav to stop in order to answer to their, to their zimun. And that's the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch as well, that he's mechuyav to answer to their zimun, and if he doesn't answer, it's his loss, not their loss, the zimun will work nonetheless. As we said, but this Nakuda is not absolutely clear whether he's mechuyav to stop to them if they're not in any rush. What about the other way round though? What happens if one person finishes? So obviously he can, there's absolutely no way he can be mechaiv them to, to stop and answer to his zimmer. And even if he tries to do it, if they don't answer, there's no zimmer. It doesn't help. So what happens though if he's in a rush? He needs to go. He's got an appointment, he has to go. So if they don't answer, then... So the way that high gone is, is quoted, and the Mishaburah says there's room definitely to be maker like this, is that high gone, the way it's, it's interpreted based on the... Says explicitly like this is if he's if he's in a rush to go, then he's not and, and they're not yet finished. He's not mechuyev to wait for them. He can't bench and go. Obviously, it's a loss on everyone's part because if he goes, no, they're not going to have a zimun either. But um, no, what, what what can you do about it? It's uh, the better thing would obviously be for them to go to the shara then and say, look, you have got to go. You're going to bench if if if, if we uh, if we continue eating. Fine, we'll wait. We'll, we'll sort of uh, just interrupt our meal, we'll answer to your service. That obviously is the best thing to do. But if they maintain, no, we're not going to do it, then strictly speaking, there is definitely room to be made and to allow him to go um, to bench and go without making a dinner. That's a rundown of this, um, of this little bit of Gemara. So the Gemara continues on now, and it, uh, it says the following. And by the way, I, sh- I, sh- I should add at this point, so too, the same idea is if you've got ten people eating together, and the majority are ready to bench, and they want they want people to in order to be able to say lekenu, so they want people to answer to them. So there, so there, uh, same din. The, the it's asking the same din that if, if the majority are ready to bench, then the let's say the six people are ready to bench, and the other four people are mechuyim to just interrupt their meal in order to answer to the zimun. There will be a slight nafkaminu between the two, and that is because we're going to see about the tashem soon that when one person interrupts for two people, then he has to wait and listen to the, to the Mazami, the person making the zimun, he has to wait and listen to him bench the first, to say out loud, the first bracha benching. When it comes to ten people, however, they're not mechuyiv to do that. The only reason they're, they're interrupting is in order to answer to the Kenu. So fine, they answer to the Kenu, and then afterwards they can actually, I believe the Mishra says, that they can actually form their own zimun afterwards, 
when they're finished benching, uh, sorry, when they, when they continue their meal, these four people, they finish their meal, and they can make their own, their own zimun afterwards without telekeinu. The only reason they're interrupting is only to facilitate telekeinu. So, um, in, a, in, a, in a situation where they have, um, where they have interrupted uh, to answer to telekeinu, they can continue eating straight away after that, and then they'll make their, their own, their own zimun afterwards um, when they are finished eating. We just double check this, but uh, I believe that's what the Mishnah Brewer Paskins. Um, yeah, that's exactly exactly what the what the Mishnah Brewer Paskins. So continuing on now, says the Gemara, the first very wide line, or the first wide line. Yehuda bar Marima Umar bar Avashi bar Avacham. see the three of them. Korchi ripped off Adi Adol. They were eating bread together. They had a meal together. They didn't have somebody who stood out and above the, the, his peers to bench them. They thought none of, none of us are much greater than the, than, the, than the others. So therefore they thought, only they said, which we learned in the Mishnah, if you've got three people eating together, to make a zimun, how do you mean maybe that's only where there's somebody who's greater than the rest of them? Where they're equal, maybe it's better that we all bench separately, so we can all make the, make a make a break samples ourselves. You've got to remember, by the way, in times gone by, when you made a zimun, one person would actually bench for everyone. You didn't actually have everyone bench. It's not like nowadays where we make the zimun and we get to bar shachanim shulam and then everyone benches themselves. So therefore, they thought, look, it's better that everyone benches themselves. So each person did exactly that, he benched for himself. Also, the Kamei Zamarim, and then they came in front of Marim and told them what they'd done. And Omaru, he said to them, You did Barakha Yotzalsen, you've been Yotze, Birk Samalsen, but you did Zimra Yotzalsen, but you haven't been Yotze, um, the Chi of Zim. The Chi saying, We're going to say, Okay, Nihadim and Izami, so we'll make the Zimun now. No, it doesn't help. Ain Zimun and Afreya. You can't make a Zimun retroactively. It doesn't work. You can't make a Zimun uh, backwards. And this is the concept. Once you've uh, once you've already uh, once you've already benched, the three of them are benched. There's no chiyuv zimun anymore. By the way, this is as opposed to what happens if you've got three people and one's already benched. So then, although he's benched and he can't be into them because it's too late, he's already benched. But for the two remaining people, they can tell us to sit there and just answer to the zimun. He may not be in the truth is he doesn't doesn't necessarily even have to answer to the zimun because it goes with the same sentence as we discussed before. When you've got three people sitting there, I don't need all the three of them to answer. Two of them. He won't be open. The person who doesn't answer won't be open. Now, this person is already benched. He can't be open. But the two people who have not benched yet, they're about to bench. So they've got a chi of seven still. What's the problem? Where's the third person? Well, the third person is because he's benched and he's not, he, therefore he can't answer and be open in that respect. It doesn't matter. They can still be open. But that person Hashem will, will, is, is yet to come. But if all three of them are benched, or let's say two of them are benched, the zimun has gone. It's too late. Bol Mitzan Kishem Mavorotim carries on the Gemara. What happens if a person comes and he finds them they're about to bench. They're about to make a zimun. Now he doesn't eat with them. So Mahu Omer. What does he say Acharem after them? Because obviously when they say Rabbi Tanya Borech and it's not really that polite. The Borech Shachanim Shiloi if he just sits there and doesn't say anything it looks a bit odd. We know that uh, let's, I mean, if you hear Borech you're supposed to join in with them. So so to you should join in with them. Because we're, we're, we're asking everyone to bless Hashem. So, no, what are you going to say? But I haven't eaten, so what am I supposed to say? Baruch Shachan You know, but Shachan, I didn't eat. And obviously it goes without saying, therefore, if you have eaten, 
Even if you didn't eat with them, and therefore you don't actually have, strictly speaking, a chiyah zimun, but you can, you can answer, and you should answer, Baruch Shachan and Mishaloi. And whether you eat them, whether you drink, whether, whether, whether it's drinking that you've had, it doesn't make a difference. Drinking has got the same thing as eating, and you can say Baruch Shachan and Mishaloi. You can say Baruch Shachan and Mishaloi because you, even though you didn't eat with them, you're not Mishaloi and zimun, but you can, that, that, that's not a shayim. The one thing the Prima Godam is Mishaloi about is if you've got ten people, uh, if, you, if you, they've got ten people and they're, they're making with Elekeinu, and I've, I've had a little bit tea, but I didn't eat with them. Can I be mitzvahed to answer the Elekeinu or not? That is Masubuk about. Fine. But uh, leaving Elekeinu aside, we're just talking about the normal zimun of three people. They're, they're making a zimun. So now the problem is, I didn't eat. If I didn't eat, so what do I, what do I respond? I want to say something, so what do I say? So Rabzavit, Omar Rabzavit says, you say, Borok Omavayrach. And our Papa Omar, he says, no, oh, no, I mean, you answer, I mean. So the Gemara below Peliki, there's no argument, they're not arguing. Once talking about where you find them saying Nevorich, in other words, the Mazamin, the person making the Zimun, has, you walk in and he says, as you walk in, or you're there right from the start, you hear, you actually hear him say, Nevorich Shachal Nevishadai. So he's instructing everyone present to make a bracha, to bless Hashem. So therefore, in that case, you're going to actually have to respond with a blessing. And the other case is where you, you walked in a little late in that, when all you heard was, Baruch Shachan Mishalayim So what happens now? Says the Gemara. If you find them that when they're saying Nevorich, in other words, you were there when the Mazanin actually said the words, Nevorich Shachan So you've been included in that instruction, so to speak, to respond with a blessing. Then either you should respond in kind, you should say Baruch Mubarak. You can't say Baruch Shachan Mishalayim, but you respond with these words, Baruch Mubarak. We'll clarify in a second what exactly you're supposed to say. If you walk in a bit later than that, and all you hear is the Masub and the other people responding, then you should answer Amen to them. That's what you should do. Now, this is contrary to what you find in, let's say, Baruch When it comes to Baruch if obviously if you're in the shul and you hear the Shleach Tibur say, then of course you're supposed to respond, that goes without saying. But even if you weren't in the shul at that time, you just came in and you just heard everyone, you sort of looked around and everyone's going, Baruch Hashem Amavayroch, you're supposed to respond with them. So why is it not the same over here? Why is it, if I walk into the, uh, I walk in, and I find everyone saying, Baruch Hashem Amavayroch, why can't I respond, Baruch Hashem The answer is because, in the case of Baruch there, I'm no different to, to everyone else. If I do respond, I'm going to be responding with exactly the same uh, text, with the same term, um, terminology as everyone else. Boruch Hashem Amavayroch Leilam Bo'ed. So therefore, I don't actually have to hear the instruction, Boruch Hashem Amavayroch. I just respond, Boruch Hashem Amavayroch Leilam Bo'ed, like everyone else. Masha'ikin over here, even when I do respond, I can't say Boruch Shachan Amavayroch. That's what they're all saying. I'm just going to respond with Boruch Amavayroch. So in that case, I'm only going to respond Boruch Amavayroch if I actually heard his instruction of Boruch Shachan Amavayroch. That's what the Shahad Tiyan brings. But if I didn't hear, hear his instruction, then I just answer Amin to their Boruch Shachan Mishalayim and contrary to the Taz, even if I didn't actually hear the whole thing, Boruch Shachan, I walked in, I just heard them saying Uvitavelchayinu. So I know what they've said. Like with any bracha, you answer Amin to it. And uh, not only do you answer Amin to Boruch Shachan Mishalayim of the Masubin of the other people, also as we know, when the Mezamin, the person making the zimun, he responds in kind and he also says Boruch Shachan Mishalayim you answer Amin to it. The truth is, there's even a shayla when, when the, when the Mazamin says, Baruch Shachanim Shalevet Tevelchayin, it could be everyone should answer Amin. Some people do, some people don't. Right? Because some, some people don't. You've already said, Baruch Shachanim Shalevet Tevelchayin. So, 
But uh, if you're not actually eating with them, all your your somebody who's just answering Amen, so then when you hear Baruch Shachan and Mishalev Tevel Chayinu, then uh, you answer Amen to both of their their responses of Baruch Shachan and Mishalev Tevel Chayinu. But as we said, if um, if you were actually them and you said Baruch Shachan and Mishalev, then you respond with Baruch on the Baruch. Now, what is Baruch on the Baruch? So the the Rambam writes it's literally you say Baruch on the Baruch. That's that's what he passes like like the Gemara says. However, the Bahag. Quote in the Tosus, quote in the Rosh. Slight difference whether you say Baruch Hu Mavarach or Baruch Mavarach. And the way we pass again is like the Rosh quotes it. And that is that it says, Baruch, the Roshan is Baruch Mavarach Shamay Tomid Le'Elon Bo'ed. Six words. Baruch Mavarach Shamay Tomid Le'Elon Bo'ed. And if there's ten people, then you're responding to that. Then you say Baruch, um, if there's ten, then you say Baruch Elokeinu Mavarach Shamay Tomid Le'Elon Bo'ed. You add in the word Elokeinu like that. And if you're asked, let's say, a Shavu Brachus, uh, so then you, and you didn't eat with them for whatever reason, then you say, Baruch Elekeinu Umabaruch Shamei Tomei Da'onah Ba'ed Shasim Chobim Da'onah Like everyone else. That's the way um, one responds that he's not actually there, he didn't eat with them. Continues on the Gemara now. Tani Chaza, four lines up. One of Tana thought, Ha'ena Amin Achav Echaitz If somebody answers Amin after his Baruch Ha'izem Meshubach It's a very good thing to do The Tanya Edoch and another Bryce teaches Ha'izem Meshubach It's a disgraceful thing to do So the Gemara no Kasha It's not a Kasha Ha'ba Ben Yerushalayim What's talking about Ben Yerushalayim? As an invention After Ben Yerushalayim He answers Amin Ha'ba Shah Brachas And uh, when we say Ha'izem Meshubach That's talking about With all other Brachas So it goes like this Some Rishonim learn I wouldn't say some Rishonim It's quite as the Yishma Farshim that they say it's literally That's the only one that we answer Amen to. You say Amen to your own bracha. And the reason is because it's different over there. You know why you say Amen there. It's to, to differentiate between the first three brachas to make a, like a, uh, um, uh, sort of a, a mark between the differenti- differentiating mark between the first three brachas of Benching, which are the Uraisa, and the fourth bracha of Benching, which is only Durabon. It was added on later on because of the Haruge Beta. So therefore you answer Amen to, in order to announce that that's a difference. However, the majority of Rishonim disagree with that, and they say, no. The only reason we're talking about uh, Ben Yerachimov is either because it says they're talking about benching, or because it's telling you, um, it's, it's, uh, it's picked that one because it's saying that even though, we're going to see in a second, that it could be, you think it's a bad thing to say Amen, I think, I think that's what he says, is because you may think it's a bad thing because it's playing down the fourth rock as it says, only Jerobonon, nonetheless you are clear to answer Amen. But they say it's got nothing, the reason why you're answering Amen there is nothing to do with, because, to, to, make, to differentiate between Zerites and Jerobonon. That's not why you're doing it. The reason why you answer Amen, and this is a rule for everything they say, is when you come to the end of a sequence of brachas, you say Amen to your own, to, to, that, to that last bracha. It can be, according to some Rishonim, it can be even one bracha. If that one bracha is, in itself, the end of a sequence, you answer Amen. That's what they hold. And they say, for example, if you hold at that, it can, it can be Yishtabach, after Yishtabach says Tosus, you'll answer Amen. Because you've got Baruch Sha'amah, Pesukah Dezim is part of that sequence, Yishtabach, you're not allowed to speak in between. So after Yishtabach, you come to Baruch, uh, you, you finish that off, and then you say, Amen. So to, let's say after Halal. You've got the beginning of Halal, then you Halal Luchan, you answer Amen after. At the end of any sequence, at the end of Shemana Eze, you say Amen. All these things at the end of the sequence, that's what they hold. Comes along the Rambam, and the Rambam says no. Only if there's two brachas. There's got to be a minimum of two brachas in that sequence. If you've got just one bracha, then, it definitely, then, 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 then you shouldn't answer. And there's, there's all sorts of discussion, therefore, when it comes to, uh, after Goal Yisrael, 
let's say after God Israel um, before before Shemana Essay, should you say Amen, shouldn't you say Amen, etc. etc. Lamaita, just to go straight straight to the Halakha Lamaita, although the the Mechaba Pasan is like the Rambam, the Ramah notes that the Minakha Olam is the only on Bene Varacham of Yerushalayim Amen, that's the only one one answers Amen to. On his, on his own, on his own bracha. That is the Menachah Olam. So you may say, so in which case, so what's the matter to ask all these other shittas? So we pointed out there would be a Nachimena, and that is, that, um, as we've said, if you answer Amin to a bracha which you're not supposed to answer Amin to, in other words, you've got one bracha, you've got a sequence of brachas, and you answer Amin to every bracha. Let's say in Shemana Esra, you finish off, you say, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Gerli Yisrael, Amin. Baruch HaTah Hashem, Rephi Chadam Yisrael, Amin. All these things, you are, that's Maguna, that's a terrible thing to do. And sometimes, says, says the Mishnah uh, Borah, not only will it be Maguna, if you're not supposed to answer Amin, it could be it's a Hefzuk. You've actually made a Hefzuk, when you went to, it's actually between Goal Yisrael and Shemana Esra, you weren't supposed to answer Amin. If you answer Amin there, and you're not supposed to, it's not just Maguna, it's actually a Hefzuk, and you've just lost your Smichat Goal and It's a terrible thing to do. In certain cases, you have to make the Baruch again. So, um, but where we do want to know, therefore, is let's say, I finish together with the Shteyaf Tibur, I finish, let's say, uh, for example, Yishtabach. I finish Yishtabach. So I come to the end of the Brahma, and as I say the last word, so does the Shteyaf Tibur. So what do I do? I want to answer Amin to his Brahma, but I can't because I've made my own Brahma. I can't answer Amin on my own Brahma. In this case, it's brought down that offer that one can rely on the other Rishonim, which are the majority of Rishonim, you should know. Who say that on any end of sequence of brachas, especially if it's two brachas, let's say it's two brachas, which you've got baruch shalmanish kabach, all these, if there's two brachas in the sequence, then strictly speaking, you can, you're, you're supposed to answer amen to your own bracha. So even though we don't do it, but if you're answering amen as well to the shleach tibur's bracha, then you can, then you can, or somebody else who finished at the same time as you, then you can answer amen. That's where there will be enough kamina. But other than that, generally speaking, we only answer amen after bnei verachamot. Continues on the Gemara. Um, Abaye Oni Lebe Kalat. Abaye would answer Amen in a loud voice. We're talking about after Bernie Merachem of Yerushalayim, and he would say, Amen in a loud voice. And by the way, there should be a, a gap between Bernie Merachem of Yerushalayim and Amen to show that it's not part of it. So you say, Bernie Merachem of Yerushalayim, Amen. Because otherwise it looks like the Amen is part of the end of the, the Brachem. So he would say it aloud, in order that the workers would hear him say Amen, and they'd realize, oh, we've just finished the first three Brachem of, of benching. Those are the only ones which are their writer. And then they come and they get up and go back to their work. Now, I say, I'm eating without their writer because I say, I'm eating, it's not their writer. Whereas, Rav Ashi, only they be the Chisha. Rav Ashi, with Badaki, would say it quietly. Ki Hisha, they didn't zalzal about their Mahamitiv. In order that they shouldn't be mezalzal, they shouldn't cheapen our Mahamitiv because they'll say, oh, you see, it's only Durabon, or no, we never need to say it. He didn't want to make a thing of it. So, um, as the Rabbi Yonah and the Adalans point out in this, the point is, he has to say Amin. It's not because of the Deirah and the Deirah you have to say Amin, because it's the end of a sequence of Brachas. That's their Raya, that it applies to any sequence. It's nothing to do with Deirah and the Rabbon. This is the end of the sequence of Brachas in Benching, the three Deirah so you have to answer Amin. But he didn't want to do it aloud, because otherwise it would, it would actually, people would say, oh, why, what, what do you mean it's the end of the sequence of Brachas? It's not, there's also the fourth Brachas Benching. Ah, oh, it's only Deirah Ah, oh, it's only Deirah so we don't have to say it. People will come to cheapen it. He has to say Amin, on the other hand, because it's the end of the sequence of Brachas. So then we would say it quietly. Um, so, Tosa says, in which case, nowadays, nowadays when we don't really have workers, so, in which case, there's no reason to say it aloud. On the contrary, don't say it aloud. The only reason Ravashi would say it aloud is because he wanted to tell the workers to get back to work. But nowadays we don't have workers, so say it quietly. The Ramal says that it could be that that's only when you're benching on your own. Because then if you say it aloud, it looks like a zilzil for the fourth bracha. You're announcing that, well, I finished the three, they're right, so now we're just going on to the little drabon. 
But he says, if you're saying it, if you're making a zivot, there's three of you benching together, so when I finish every broth, I say, I say it aloud. Why do I say it aloud? Because everyone can answer me. When I come to the, the end of the, the, the second brothel, I say it aloud, so everyone answers on me. So when I come to Bnei Merakam of Yerushalayim, everyone's saying on me together. It doesn't look so bad, even though obviously it's the only one I'm answering on me to my own brother, it doesn't matter because it doesn't look so bad. That's what the remark suggests. Lemaisa, Lemaisa, the remark, the, the Mishra Brewer already notes that the Minhag HaOlam is that we're not makpid, we, we say it aloud even if we're benching on our own. And they suggest the opposite as far as the Tosas, that since nowadays we don't have workers, it's the workers who would cheapen the bracha. And if we don't have workers, there's no one else to cheapen the fourth bracha, and therefore you can say it on me. Either way, that is the minakoilo. Um, if one wants to be extra careful, maybe yes. If you want, maybe say it quietly. Maybe there is a mailin saying it quietly to be it. all shitters in the Rishonim. But the minak, nonetheless, don't object to people who say it aloud. Continues on the Gemara, top of them, Vov Omadala. Rabbi Zero Cholash. Rabbi Zero was weak. He was ill. So on the Gabi Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo went up to him to visit him. Um, so Rabbi Avol, the visitor, he was macabre upon himself, that if Kotino, the small, the small one with, uh, with singed or burnt um, thighs, burnt legs in other words, uh, gets better, and that's what Rabbi Zera was known as, because the story goes to, to Gamora and Bob and Matthias, Rabbi Zera, when he came up from Bob, he went to Eretz Yisrael, so um, he fasted 300 uh, fasts, the first, one, uh, the first hundred were to, in order to forget his learning. He was hoping that he'd be able to forget his learning he had in Bobo, so his mind would be clear to take in the learning of Eretz Yisrael. The next hundred fasts were, uh, he was fasting in order that Rabbi Elor should not die before he died, before he himself, Rabbi Zira, died, because if Rabbi Elor were to die, then Rabbi Zira would, would be thrust into the limelight. He'd have to take on the shoulder responsibility of, uh, of leading, leading the people, which he didn't want. And the last hundred were, he fasted um, in order that the that Gehenna shouldn't be shodit on him, shouldn't have uh, any shriek on him. And he used to test himself each day, he'd stoke up an oven, and he'd go and sit in there and see what happened. Nothing happened. One day it says, the Yav will be Rabbonin that the Rabbonin put some sort of iron or something, they looked at him, and therefore when he went into the oven, his legs got uh, singed, they got burnt. And that's why he's called Kotino, because his height was reduced a little bit, Chorech Shake. So anyway, so... Rabbi Abba, who is covered upon himself, he says, if Rabbi Zira gets better, I'm going to make a Yom Tov, I'm going to make a big order for the Rabbon, and give thanks to Hashem. So, it's passed. Yep, Rabbi Zira got better. And Rabbi Abba made this order for the Rabbon. Came on to the mission, when it came time to uh, make Hamotzi, and to start to, to, to break the bread, in other words, to give it out. So Rabbi Abba said to Rabbi Zira, come on, you're the, I'm giving the honor over to you, it's your su'udah, either out of the kibbutz or because for, the, for, the time, for today you're going to be the balabayas, you make the hamotzi. So Amalei, so Rabbi Zira said back to him, no, no salam lo amar, you're not told of, lahod Rabbi Yechon, nasab Rabbi Yechon, so Amalei says, balabayas, but say, so the balabayas, you are the balabayas, and it's your bread, you are the one who's supposed to make the hamotzi and give out, distribute the bread. So no, shara lehu, so Rabbi Abol, he went ahead and he did it, he made the hamotzi and distributed the bread. When it came time to, for benching, Omalei said, once again, Rabbi Abba turned to Rabbi Zera and he said, look, this time it's your job. Please, you should bench for us. So Omalei, so Rabbi Zera responded, he said, no. Lo Omalei, do not hold the Lahod Rapunah de Min Bobel, that's the Rapunah from Bobel. So Omalei, he says, but say I'm a Borich, that the one who made Hamotzi, he's the one who should, who should make the Zim and he should bench. Says so the Gemara, the Iwakaman Tzvirale, so who does Rabbi Abol, who was he basing himself on? 
answers the Gemara Ki Adam Rabbi Yechonon. He was going like Rabbi Yechonon. B'Shem Rabbi Shem Ben Echoi. The name of Rabbi Shem Ben Echoi. That Barabbais says that the Barabbais should he should um, make Hamotzi. The Oireach Mavarich and the guest should bench. And the Gemara explains why. The Bais explains Barabbais says that the Barabbais should make Hamotzi. Kadeshi Yisav Ein Yotzer. He's the Barabbais and therefore he can. When he, be- when he makes somebody and distributes the bread, since it's his, he'll give it out generously. If a guest does it, he obviously it's not his, he doesn't know how much he's supposed to give out, so he won't be so generous. So the Balabayis should make hamotzi. But when it comes to benching, the guest should bench, in order that he'll be able to bet, he'll give a bracha to the Balabayis. My Mavorich, what bracha does he give him? Yehirotza may be the will of Hashem, that the Balabai should never be embarrassed in this world, but he should not be humiliated in the next world. But Rebbe most of all, the Rebbe Rebbe would add on an extra few brachas, he'd say, Yitlach Moed Bechol Nechotov, he should be very successful with all his, uh, with all his property, and his property and our property should all be successful, and should be nearby by the city. Obviously, if your property is near where you live, then you can keep an eye on it, check that everything's running smoothly. The Adish is Sotan, that the Sotan and the Sotan should not be shed, it should not have any effect on. Lebemati Yodah, which should have any Shlita on his actions. For Lebemati Yodina, not on the work of our hands. The Adish Dakik should say, Lebemati Yodah, and that the Sotan should be able to put in front of us any uh, uh, thought of, of sin, or iniquity, uh, well, different type of, of sin, or iniquity, that's amazing, and the Asa Vardena from now and forever. That's it. So therefore, that's exactly what Rabbi, Ze- uh, Rabbi Avol was basing himself on. He said, look, fine, I have to make Havotzi, and then I have to make Havotzi, because I was a Balabai. Fine, I can accept that. You may be thinking, so why did he tell Rabbi Zerah to start with, to, why did he offer him to make Havotzi? So the Rosh says, the, the Rosh is saying, the reason is because it was out of kibbutz. You're allowed to do that. The Balabai has the right, if it's out of kibbutz, it could be that he's got the right to hand it over to somebody else. It depends on these two answers in the Rosh. Whereas, Whereas, uh, well, another possibility is because he, he said today, the sword is in your honesty or the balabais. So there's, there's a machoikas, the halacha, therefore, whether in, because of kibbutz, if you just want to be machabi, somebody whether you can give him to, to say, uh, to say and it probably depends on these, on these two odds. Okay, that's the, that's why he gave it to him. But generally speaking, fine, the balabais should be the botseya, in order that he'll give it out to everyone. But when it came to benching, he said, look, at the end of the day, I want you to bench, so you, that you give me the, you give me a bracha. Now, Tosus comes along, and this is, I suppose, Lahadokha, really. And how exactly you learn up Tosus and the answer, whether Tosus or Rosh brings it as well. But what, one thing is clear. What, what comes out is like this. That if there is no Balabais there, either there is no Balabais, everyone's, everyone's eating together, or the Balabais is simply not eating with them. So in which case, um, you, so in which case there's no Balabais who's going to be generous or whatever it is, or they're all Urchim. So then, you give, it every, you give the, everything to the Godel, to the, to the greatest one, the person who's greatest in Chochmah, who's greatest in Torah. He should be the, the one who does Dalmoti, because at the end of the day, there's no Balabais there. So, he should be the one to make Hamoti. Um, and so too, when it comes to benching as well, yeah, that's what it means. But Tiamabolich, he's the greatest. There's no Balabais there to give a broch or two. So therefore... Therefore, the greatest one should he should make the he should um, do, uh, take the honors. And generally speaking, by the way, if you've got a coin, minastam the coin is always he uh, takes precedence with everything. But um, if you've got a coin who's an amar oret, he's an amar oret, and you've got somebody who's a tamar chacham, the tamar chacham comes first. And the tamar chacham is not allowed to let the coin go first just because he's a coin. You want to give him a thumb, you want to let him go. That's one thing, but not because he's a coin. 
take But if the, the coin may not be as great as the Tamasokha, but he's not an Arma Oret, then it's good for the, tam- the bigger Tamasokha to let the coin go first. That's just with regard to what the Godel is. But anyway, uh, at any rate, the Godel is generally the one, if there's no Balabais there, then the Godel is the one who leads the proceedings. That's the way, that's the, the uh, what's, as I said, based on Tosis and the way we pass it, that's, that, that, that's what comes out. Um, what happens if uh, the Balabais turns around and he says, look, there is a Balabais here. So the Balabais, he's the one who gives the, um, he gives out the, the Hamoitzi. So, um, so, as we discussed, can he give that over to somebody else? Maybe yes, maybe not. He wants to be Mechavi somebody else to make Hamoitzi? Maybe yes, maybe not. And I said that can, that can, that can be very, very common if you've got, let's say, you've, you've got a parent who comes, who comes uh, to eat the meal. So, you want to give it to your parent. It could, could well be you can give it to him, but definitely if everyone's making their own hamotzi anyway. If everyone's making their own hamotzi, and everyone's making on their, their own chalorol, so still nonetheless, because of covid, you should wait for the balabais to make first, but if there's no balabais, you let the gogol make first. Now in this case, where there is, let's say, a balabais, then most definitely the balabais has every right to give over the covid to the gogol, that's his, his parents, without any shaila to make the, to make the hamotzi. The reason being, because there's no problem with Kadeshi, if it's Ayn it's only some, it's covered. Everyone's going to have their own colour roll anyway, so we don't need the balabais to give out generously. Everyone's got their own colour roll anyway. So what, why do you let the balabais go first? Some covered to the balabais. It's manners, it's derech eretz, it's covered. So if the balabais wants to give that covered over to somebody else, he most definitely can. That's not a shy that he can give over that covered to somebody else. Yeah, because when, when you're, everyone's eating from one colour, then that's where there's, there's, there's what to talk about. Maybe yes, maybe not. Right. That, as I said, that may depend on the two turrets and we, um, as to, to, for the, to explain the conduct of Rabbi Abol. Fine. When it comes to benching, so now we said that if the, there's a Balabayis there, then the Balabayis, he doesn't bench, he gives it to the Ureach, to the guest, because then the guest will give him a bracha, the bracha we just saw, the Yihirotzin. What if the Balabayis turns around and he says, okay, I don't, I, I'm prepared to forego my bracha. I don't need that Yihirotzin. I don't need it. I want to bench myself. Yeah, 100%. The Rishonim say, the Rabbi Yonah, the Rishonim, 100%. This is the Halacha as well. Yes, he can do that. What if, though, this is the final thing that the Bi'ar Halacha uh, comes in with. Okay. He turns around and he says, okay, there's a guest there. If there's, if there's guests there, then the Balabais has every right to give the benching to whoever he wants. Even if there's a coin there, even if there's a, there's, there's a Talmud Qalqam, whichever guest he wants, if he's giving it to a guest, he's got every right to pick which guest he wants to give it to. 100%. That, that's his, that's, because he can pick who he wants to give him the, give him the bracha. That's 100, 100% within his rights. But what if he turns around and he says, no, I don't want one of the guests to bench, I don't need the bracha. So now, once he's taken out, taken that out of the picture, so now do we say, wait a second, hey, if you're not using that, that, uh, that uh, license you've got to give it to the guest because you want the bracha, well, in which case, if you're not, if you're not exercising that license, then maybe now we should go back to the normal rule. And the normal rule is, the benching goes to the most kosher person. The only reason you don't have to give it to the most kosher person is because you want your bracha from the guest. So you can pick which guest you want to give it to. But if you're not exercising that license, then in which case, maybe we should go back to the rule, which is the benching should go to the most kosher person. And the Bi'an Ochot debates this, and he says like this, he says, look, if the Balabai turns around and he says, I want to bench myself, then he's got every right to do that. He's got every right to do that, and he can go ahead and do that. Um, even if there's somebody greater than him. But, if the Balabai stands around and he says, right, I don't want a guest to bench, I don't want a guest to bench, I'm prepared to forego my, my bracha, 
And I'm not going to bench myself, I want to give it to so-and-so. Somebody else who's not a guest, he's not a guest, but he's also not the greatest person. In that case, he says he shouldn't do that. Because if you're not giving it to the guest, you're not giving it to any guest, you're not using that license, and you're not benching yourself either, in which case, then you should give it to the goddle. The goddle, you should give it to the goddle, and you should, uh, that, that's, that's what you do. Fine. Um, <coughs> generally speaking, by the way, you should know that if, if you're somebody who's not the goddle is, is doing whatever it is, he's making downloads, whatever it is, and he says, Bereshus, Bereshus, Bereshus doesn't help you unless you actually do have Bereshus. If there, there's a Tamakop on there who's Makpid, and he says, no, I'm, it's covered out there at stake, I should be the one who's giving it, and he's Makpid, saying Bereshus doesn't help you. If you say Bereshus all day, it's not going to help you. Um, one other thing I, I just mentioned because we, we, we didn't mention is some people have the minah which we seem to discover this year that people haven't heard of I did see it's brought down I think in the Kitz of Shulchan Aruch I think brings it that um, this, this minah that um, an oval in the 12 months um, the minah gives to give it to an oval to make to, to, to do the benching um, the Yadis I just noticed today the Yadis says no such there's absolutely no makar of such a minah again don't, don't follow such a minah I suppose if people do have that minah, uh, stick to that minah. But if not, the Ayat says there's absolutely no makar for that minah. Okay, continues on the Gemara. Next thing we learned was, until where is the broth of Zimun? Now, despite the fact that Rashi learns, the way Rashi learns, we'll just follow through with the way Rashi learns it first of all. The Rashi learns, it means, where is Zimun and where is Benching? There's Zimun and there's Benching. So Rashi says, where does Zimun end? So Rav Nachman Omar Rav Nachman says Ad Navarich. It's until the end of what we think of Zimun. Navarich Shachanam Shlevet Tivechayinu. That's where well, we say Navarich Shachanam Shlevet Tivechayinu. That's the end of Zimun. Then start benching. But Rav Sheishes Omar Rav Sheishes says no. At Hazon. It goes until Hazon is Hakol. That's where it ends. And no Zilachol is the beginning of benching. Now what that means is that means therefore if you've got somebody who's eating on his own or two people eating on their own, so there's no Zimun. They only start benching from no Zilachol. Now you can well understand Tosus is not very happy with that. He says, how can you possibly say that? And he asks a whole bundle of questions. He says, no way, Hazan is part of benching. It's so right, so da 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 And says, Tosus, therefore, that's not Pshat in the Gemara. And therefore, Tosus rejects that Pshat in the Gemara. And he says, rather, what I mean to say is, it's asking, what happens if um, one person stops for two people? As we said, if you've got two people who are, who are benching, two people are ready for benching, one is not, so the one has to, he should at least, he should interrupt, um, in or- interrupt his meal in order to answer to the zimun. How long does he have to wait? Until when? So, um, and Tosus brings over the page, it brings a shot from, from uh, uh, the Rami Aitme Ibra in the in the Zibamasaleikon. So it's a very similar sort of idea. That if, let's say, you've got three people and one went out, so when we, when we want to make the zimun, so we call him back and he comes to the door and he has to answer to the zimun. And then he waits there. Until when? When can he go away and continue whatever he was doing? How long does he have to wait? Rav Nachman says, the people who have stopped, when he's come back, they have to wait until Baruch Shachan you know, then they can continue eating or continue on with whatever they're doing. Whereas Rav Shisha says, no, until Avzona Tako. You've got to wait until Avzona Tako, then you continue eating or go back to whatever you're doing. Now we're going to follow through the Gemara now. Just, what, what we're really trying to get at, therefore, is and whether you go to the Rashi, whether you go to the Tosis, in this Nakud of the Mahalik and the Gemara now is more or less the same. And that is what we're trying to establish is, is this first bracha, does it have a connection to the bracha of Zimun? Does it have a connection to the bracha of Zimun? Now Tosis maintains, he says, of course, it's not Pshad that it is Zimun. It's not Zimun. That first bracha, of course, it's part of benching, and if you've got somebody who's not, 
he ate on his own, of course he has to say the first bracha. The question is, do you say the Baruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavir Chayinu can stand on its own? And therefore, once I've said Baruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavir Chayinu, I, I can continue eating now. Or do you say, no, it looks ridiculous. Baruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavir Chayinu, right, let's bench, and then I can continue eating. It doesn't look very, it looks a bit, bit funny. So you, therefore, you've got to wait at least for the first Baruch of benching to be recited so that Baruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavir Chayinu is linked onto something, onto a Baruch. That's the way Tosos learns it. And that's what we're debating here. So it says the Gemara, Neymar Ketanoi. Let's say this is actually a Machlai Ketanoi. The Tani Chazah, because one Tana taught, Berukhah Samoz and Shanaim Ushloisha. Now, depending on whether you go Shetai Mishalish or Shanaim Ushloisha, that's the Machlai Ketanoi and Tosfus as to how to, to learn this. That um, the way Rashi learns it is we're debating how many brachas are on Berukhah Samoz. Is it two or three? So let, let's, uh, let's just follow through this set of Gemara and see Rashi first, and then we'll see how Tosfus learns it. So Rashi is going to Berukhah Samoz and Shetai Mishalish. That Vekasamos can consist of two or three brachas. The Tanya Edok and the other brachas teaches, Shodesh Ba'ava, I should say, three or four uh, brachas. So, Abruha, so they assumed, the Chole Alma Atovavamitid Abderaisi. The fourth bracha benching, Atovavamitid is definitely not Abderaisi, so we're not counting that one in. So, my love, don't you think, well, completely, this is what they're arguing about. Mazom Ashtayim Vishodesh, the one who says that it's two or three brachas in benching, Kosova, he holds at Hazon, that the first bracha ends with Hazon Es Hakol. And the one who says three, Shodesh Rabba, three or four, Kasama he holds as Naborich. That it ends with Naborich. And then the first, the, the Hazan Esakol, that bracha there is a separate bracha. Meaning, that it's like this. Um, according to the way, the way Rashi is learning it, um, is that the one who says the benching is two or three brachas, it's like this. If you've got only two people, one person eating on his own, so you start from Nezalachot, so you've got Nezalachot and Rafin, that's two brachas. If you've got three people eating together, so then you've got Rabbi Sainabori, that whole thing, until I was on a tackle, no Delacha is two, Rachim is three. And the other Brahim, which says three or four, will hold like Rav Nachman, that Zimon ends with Boruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavokhayinu, and then benching starts. So therefore, you've got a maximum of four Brahim. You've got Zimon, the Boruch Shachana Mishalovit, then you've got Hazon, no Delacha, and Rachim, that's four. And if there's only one person eating on his own, or two people eating on their own, so they knock off Zimon, and you've got Hazon, no Delachah and Rachim. That's where you get three or four. That's what the Gemara wants to, wants to suggest. And the Gemara is going to turn around and it's going to say, no, you're wrong. What's it going to say? So let's just see it in the Gemara. So, Lai says the Gemara, no, you're wrong. Rav Nachman Metalit Litameh, Rav Nachman will answer up the two brides according to his reasoning. Rav Sheshit Metalit Litameh, Rav Sheshit will answer according to his reasoning. Rav Nachman Metalit Litameh, Rav Nachman answers according to his reasoning. The Chole Amar Adnavari. Really, everyone agrees, like Rav Nachman, that... Uh, Zimon ends with the Baruch Shachana Mishalovit Tavokhayinu and then starts benching. So Mazda Mashalosh Rabba, the one who says that benching consists of three or four brachas, Shafi, that's fine, as we've explained it. Three if you don't have a Zimon, you've got Hazan, No Delacha, and Rachim, and four if there is a Zimon, because you've got an Avorich as well. Well, Mazda Mashalosh Mishalosh, what about the one who says it's two or three? Omarach, he'll say to you, Hoch of the Birka Fern We're talking about where you've got, you're making the bracha where it's workers who are benching. So Omarach, because Ma said, we had this earlier, Pesach Hazan, with workers, they have to cut their benching short, so they just make the, the first, they make their benching into two brachas. They say Hazot, the first bracha, that's one bracha, and then the Kodal Ben Yerushalayim, they break out the Oret. And then you put the, the second and third bracha, you make it into one big bracha. You put Ben Yerushalayim in the bracha of, of the, into, you include it in the second bracha of benching, and therefore that's why it becomes two brachas. That's how the Rachman answers it up. So when we're talking about Perlin, if you've got a Zimun, then it's going to be three brachas. You've got Navorich, you've got Hazan Atakur, and then Nodilachon Rachim is one. It's that, that makes up three. And if you don't have a Zimun, then it's just two brachas. Hazan Atakur, and Nodilachon Rachim is one. So that makes two. 
That's the way Rav Nachman uh, explains. Uh, that's the way Rav Nachman answers up. Rav Sheshesh mentality to me, and Rav Sheshesh will answer up the Brises according to his reasoning, his line of thinking. That the Chulei already everyone agrees at Hazot. That um, we continue on until, sorry, that uh, Zimon ends with Hazot and Tako. The one who says there's two or three brachas in, in uh, maximum two or three, that's fine. If you've got a zimmer, then it's three. You've got until Azon, then you've got no Zelachot and Rachim. If you don't have a zimmer, then you just start with no Zelachot and Rachim, so that's two. The one who says three or four, because he holds our Seva Amitiv Doraisi, he holds our Seva Amitiv, that fourth brachas is actually Doraisa. And if it's Doraisa, therefore we're counting that in. And therefore you've got a maximum of four brachas. If you've got a zimmer, then it's four. You've got Naborech until Azon, that's one. No Zelachot, two. Rachim, three. And Hasev Amitiv is four. And three is if you don't have a zimun. If you don't have a zimun, then it's just no zilachov, rachem, and tatsovamitiv. That's the way Rashi explains this whole Gemara. Now, as we've explained, Tosus understandably is not very happy with it because he says, how can you possibly suggest that if you've got, you don't have a zimun, that you honestly tell me that Rav Sheshes will tell you you only start from no zilachov? It's a pedal. Now, the truth is, you could just turn around and say, yeah, that's what Rav Sheshes holds, but Rav Nachman, we pass him out Rav Nachman. Like the Rift, the Rift passes him out Rav Nachman. Still, Tosis is not happy with it because Rav Sheshis is not going to fit with a, with a lot of Gemaras. It's, it's a pallet to suggest that. So therefore, as we said, Tosis learns the whole Gemara differently and he says we're discussing a case where one person just interrupted his meal or according to the, the, the this um, other Peshat Tosis, the Rami Ivra, that he says that no, the Peshat is that somebody came back from the market just to respond to Zimmer. All we want to know is how long do they have to wait for? So Rav Nachman says they have to wait until just to borrow Shachan and over to Vilcha Yudin, then they can continue with what they're doing. And Rav Sheshis will say, no, they've got to wait till Azana Tako. Then the Gemara tries to debate this point, and the way the, the, the Tosus learns the, these two brises is we're talking about a case like this. That if you've got, um, it's like the Rif actually, it's based on the Rishami, if you've got, let's say, you've got three people eating together, and one person knows one bracha, another person knows another bracha, another person knows another bracha. So each of them knows a bit of the benching. How many, how, between how many people can you split up the benching? And that's what the Bryce is, is talking about. That's why Shanaim Mushloshan, the Loshan Zohar, two or three people, three or four people. And therefore we say that's what they're arguing about. According to the Bryce, which says it's two or three, that's because they say, although of course benching starts with, with Hazon, that's where benching starts, but you can't split Novorich from Hazon. That has to be said by one person, because there's a rule, you can't split one bracha between two people. You can't split one bracha between two people. So even though Nabarich and Azana Sakhal are not actually one bracha, but since you can't say, Rav Sheshes will say, Rav Sheshes will say, how can you say Nabarich and then not make a bracha? You've got to say a bracha, so therefore the person who says Nabarich also has to make the first bracha benching. So therefore it's like this. If you've got a zimut, then it's going to be split between, according to Rav Sheshes, it'll be split between three people. Because you've got Nevorich with sorry, yeah. If you've got a zimmer, so you can split it a maximum of three people. It could be two people. That's why it says two or three. You don't have to split it between three people. You can have one person, two people, or three people, but not more. Because you've got Nevorich with Hazon is one, then Nogelachol is two, and Rachim is three. You can split it between those three people a maximum. And the one who says it's three or four will say no. I hold that you're a maximum. That zimmer. And with Borak Shachan and Mishalovit to Vilchayinu, and then the person who's personal interacting can continue eating. The Zimun stands on its own. You don't need to wait for that first brachal. So if you don't need to wait for that first brachal, by the same token, if you want to split the benching up, you can split it between even four people. It could be one person, two people, three people even, or even four people. 
because you can split it up, it's four separate parts. The Zimun, until Baruch Shachanu, then Hazon, then Nezeruchan, then Rachim. And then the Gemara goes on and it says, no, we, we can answer up each one according to their reasoning, much like Rashi. That's the way Tosus explains it, and he's quite adamant about that. That's the way the majority, well, when I say the majority, Roshanim explained along these lines, and that's the way we Paskin as well. We Paskin, no matter what, whether you, even if you explain it like Rashi, it doesn't make a difference, we definitely will Paskin at Rav Nachman, and that is that benching starts with Hazon, with the Brokha of Hazon. And therefore, that's definite, whether you, if you explain that Rashi, then you have to Paskin at Rav Nachman, but the point is, if you're eating on your own, or you're eating two of you, you start with Hazon. Then you've got Nodelachar and Rachim. Um, and if you've got a Zimun, then obviously you start with Rabbi Sainabarik. That's absolutely clear, the Halach. Then, what about this, this, this other Nakudah? Let's say if uh, you've got one person who interrupts his benching, he, sorry, he interrupts his meal, or he comes back just to hear the Zimun, until where does he have to wait up to? So, the Mechaber Paschal is like Rabbi Nachman, because that's the Shit of the Rif and the Rambam. He only has to wait until Borak Shachanam is over to Vechal Yunu, then he can continue his meal. Or he can continue whatever he's doing in the Shuk. However, the Ramah says, no, we pass on Rav Sheshef, and therefore you should wait, and this is the way we, we are knowing, if you interrupt your meal just to listen to the Zimmer, you should wait until the Mazamin gets to Hazon Es When you reach Hazon Es then you can continue your meal, continue with whatever you're doing. That's the way we pass it. And so too by the same token, with the other case that, that, that uh, we just raised, is if, you, if theoretically you want to split benching up between quite a few people, well, you can split it up, since we pass in that Avshesha, says the Mishnah Buru, you can split it up with a maximum, leaving out the fourth brothel bench, we're not talking about that, you can split it up between a maximum of three people. In other words, the first person, whoever says the, makes the Zimun, has to say that first brothel. Then Nodinachal can be somebody else, and Rakim can be somebody else. And that means, therefore, if you don't have one person who knows both the Zimun and Hazan, he does, if you don't have one person who knows both, then just scrap the Zimun and start from Hazan. And the, and the one person who knows Hazan, he should say that. Because you can't split Nevorich and Hazan. That's the way the Mishnah Baruch passes. As an aside, he mentions what happens if Salazar, a person doesn't know how to bench, he only knows one broch of benching. So he says, in that case, it's better. He says, it's, it's a machloek, it's whether one broch is worth anything. He says, look, if you've had, if you have Kadeh Sevilla, you've got a Chiyah Zerayt of benching, then at least make the, do the, the first broch of benching. Because the Chumra, at least, because according to some, at least it's better than nothing. He definitely yokes it with that. Carries on the Gemara now. Omar Rav Yosef. Omar Rav Yosef, two, four, six lines up. Omar Rav Yosef. I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to the fourth Baruch of Benching is not very right. Because workers, they do away with it. How can they do away with it? As we said, if you've got workers, they just uh, they say Hazon, they say the next two brachos, they say them as one, and then I'll say they don't do it at all. How? If it's very right, they can't do away with it. It must be, it's Rabon. I'm going to bring you a different proof that Hasev Amitiv is not the Raisa. Because you open it with Boruch, as we do. And you don't end with Boruch, we just end Ali Chasrin. Which, by the way, is maybe an important just thing that people should realise. Ali Chasrin is the end of that Brocha, the end of the fourth Brocha. And therefore, that should be said aloud. Whoever's making the Zimmer, he should, when he gets Ali Chasrin, he should stop and make sure he says it aloud, and people should respond on main. It's the end of a Brocha. Something you see a lot of people don't realize. When you get to Ali Chasrein, you say it loud, Ali Chasrein, and everyone should answer me. Anyway, so he says, Kedetani is learned in a brighter. Kona Brochus Kulam, when it comes to all Brochus, Peserpa and Mabarach, Mukhetim and Mabarach. Generally speaking, in general rule, Brochus should have an opening, a, a Borach, and should end with a Borach. Like with that, the Ashiyot, you've got Borach Hatashem at the beginning, you've got Borach Hatashem, Rotechol Bosa at the end. 
Chutz, except for Mibirkas Aperis and Birkas Amitzvot. On the one hand, you've got the brothels on Perus, and others on food, and brothels on Mitzvot, where you've only got an opening. And then you've got, you don't have a closing, then you've got, on the other side, you've got a brocha which comes immediately after another brocha. In other words, when I say the last one, after Kriyashma, in other words, MSB Yatsu or MSM or not, which has a closing, we end it, Borach HaTashem Gwal Yisrael, but, which doesn't have an opening. And that's what the Gemara spells out now, that's what the Bryce spells out. Yishmen should be set by the Borach, there are those which have an opening, being close to the Borach and don't close, those are the first to be mentioned. Brachs on food, brachs on mitzvot. The Yishmael, top of them, bottom of base. The Yishmael, shechetim by the baruch, and the others which have a closing with the baruch, they preserve the baruch, but don't have an opening with baruch. Like we said, brachas mochalach averes, a bracha which comes after another bracha. Like let's see all the brachas in in Shemona Esrei, they all follow one after the other. So except for the first bracha, after Gibor, after Kodesh, all these things after Chayin, Hashemin, all of them don't have an opening; they just have a closing. This is a brachas mochalach averes. Um, and so too, the bracha after Kriyashma, as we said, Emesiyatza doesn't have a boros on it. Now, why it doesn't have a boros? Rashi and some learn that Emesiyatza is actually a bracha smuchalach abereto. It's somuch to the bracha the avarabo, which is somuch to yotzer. Um, the other Rishonim, like the Rashbos, say no, it's not somuch. Kriyashma interrupts. And why doesn't it have a boros there? It's only because it looks like a bracha smuchalach abereto, and therefore when Chazal coins the terminology for that bracha, they just didn't put in Baruch, like as if a Baruch as if a Baruch where you don't have the word Baruch, but it's not actually Baruch, a Baruch um, So, the Gemara gets to its point now though, when it comes to his fourth Baruch benching, it opens with Baruch, and it doesn't close with Baruch. Now why? Surely that's Baruch Let's analyze benching. The first Baruch benching has an opening and a closing, as you would expect. Baruch that makes sense. You come to the second bracha benching, doesn't have an opening, no delacha. Why? Because it's smukha lechabertit. Comes straight after the previous bracha. It ends, it has an o- uh, ending though. Then you've got, sorry, not hazan asakol, and it ends after alakol, you come to the end there, right. Then you come to Rafin. Again, no opening. Why? Because it's It comes after the previous Brokhavish. Then it's got a closing. Right. Now we come to the fourth Brokhavish. It's also Smukhavish. Also, you always say it's after the previous three. And yet it's got an opening. Why does it have an opening? It must be because it's because it's not considered Smukhavish. Because it's only Dirabbonon. That's the way Rashi learns. Since it was added on later, it's Mavish not Smukhavish. Because it's got no connection to the previous Brokhavish. Other Rishonim say that in truth, it is Mokhalach But in order to show that it's the Rabbonon, that's why Chazal gave it its, its own Boruch, as if it wasn't Mokhalach Again, a slight difference between the Rishon and that. We spoke at, uh, on Thursday and Friday, we spoke about how Mokhalach works, which is very, very bekitzer. There are two main schools of, of thought here. Some learn that it's a Bracha Mokhalach connects back to the opening of the previous Bracha. That's Rashi and the Rashba. And then you've got others like the Tosfus and the, and the Rabbi Yenah who learn that it connects up. It's to do with the ending of the previous bracha, of the first bracha. Um, but within these two, two schools of thought, there are differences. For example, according to Rashi, the idea is that when you open the first bracha, that opening makes, is an opening for all the brachas, meaning that all the, the, the subsequent brachas are like one big bracha. It's like one big bracha. Which means that as long as it's got some connection, there's a flow of, of the, the one connects to the next, then it can all join together and you don't need an opening on the next bracha. 
Obviously, if it's got no connection to it, like Hatibamitiv, that fourth brothel benching, it's got no connection to the previous three, because they are Brixa Moslems, it's Adnan Nita, it's not a Brocha Smochadachabereta. Whereas the Rashba learns that no, when you open the first Brocha with Boruch, it's as if that acts as an opening for all subsequent Brochas. It's as if you're saying Boruch Hashem on all subsequent Brochas. They don't have to have any connection, but as long as they are fixed there, they are always said in the sequence, then it's called the Brocha Smochadachabereta. You then got the other school, which is that it's to do with the ending of the brothel. That was Tosfos and the Rabbi you know, A slight difference there of how it works. We're not going not, not to go into that again. We spoke about Tfilah Haderach. Tfilah Haderach, according to all these Roshonim, really, it comes out that there's no real Indian, no Indian at all, to make it into a Smokhalach Haderach. You could just say Tfilah Haderach on its own. For various reasons, whether it's because it's a Shavach Bodor, like Tosfos says, or whether it's because normally, since it's Shemeyat Filah in, in Shemeyat Esri, it's normally Brochah Smokhalach Haderach, so therefore, even when you say it on its own, you don't have to worry about it. Various spirits are given for it. But Lamaita, all these Roshonim say you don't have to do anything about it. That seems to be the Ikhalokha, but because of the Marami Rotma, the Marami Rotma, you have to make it into Smukhalach That's why we get this idea of trying to make it into Smukhalach by uh, making a, a broch on something beforehand and then going straight into it. I mean, as we pointed out, if you want to be able to all the shifters, then try and pick a broch which has both a beginning and an ending to it, and then ideally not to make a heftuk between it and, uh, and the Tfilasadarach. The, uh, so something like an Alamithya would, would be a very good example. You gotta, there's no eating after that. You go straight into Tfilah Haderach, you've got both a beginning and an ending, that would be perfect. We spoke about Elikai Neshama as well, Elikai Neshama, ideally says uh, straight after Ashi Yotar, so that it becomes Baruch HaTzmuch to Ashi Yotar. That's the ideal, but there are plenty of Rishonim who hold that it's not a Baruch HaTzmuch it's for very good reason, it doesn't have an opening, like Toast the Serpent, it's a Shavach Vodah. So, to all those who are knowing, they don't say it together with Ashi Yotar. Carries on the Gemara now. Bohomer Abbasim by Yitzchot, four lines down now. I can prove to you that Seba Amitiv is not the Raisa. Shari Ochrin is the Beta Ovel because they do away with it in the house of the Ovel. Because the time is we learnt in a Raisa, according to Rabbi Akiva, that is. As we learnt in a Raisa, Mahim Omer the Beta Ovel, what do they say in the house of the Ovel? Borach Seba Amitiv. In benching, they say Seba Amitiv. Rabbi Akiva, Omer Rabbi Akiva says, No, Borach Dino Emes. When there's a tragedy, one says Borach Dino Emes, not Seba Amitiv. Says the Gemara, Seba Amitiv. So therefore, that's the way, that's the ride. The Gemara, you see, Rabbi Akiva says, you do away with the fourth brocha benching, and you replace it with dynamis. Now, if it was Dairaita, you can't do away with it. Now, the might must be a Dairabon. Now, the might we don't pass on that, Rabbi Akiva, we, we go like the Tanakama. And, uh, so the Gemara asks, according to the Tanakama, Hatseba Amitiv in. You say Hatseba Amitiv, and you don't say dynamis low, but dynamis, you don't say, that seems a bit backwards. So, says the Gemara, Elo Emo rather say, Ah Hatseba Amitiv. The Tanakama says, you also say Hatseba Amitiv. And that's exactly what we see here. Malzutra Ikhla Lebe Rav Ashi, Malzutra came to the house of Rav Ashi, Isra Be Milsa Nebuch, something happened there. The son of the Gitz of Ibrahim, in other words, the son of Rav Ashi died. And Malzutra, he made the following bracha, Postaku Borich, he opened up and he made the following bracha, so he's after they'd eaten a meal. And he said, Atoba Amitiv, Kel Emes, truthful God, Dine Emes, truthful Dayan, judge, Shevi Bethelik, who judges with righteousness, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Lekeh from Mishmot, who takes away with, uh, with uh, justice. The Shalit Bayrama and he rules them as well, after they consented to do as his as is his wish. Kihoder of Mishpah for all his ways are just, Shahkal Shall everything is his, Anakna Amubi are his people, Allah and his servants, and the Khala Anakna Khayovim in all situations we are obligated to give the Hodas, to give thanks to him, or the Borakan to to bless him. Go there Pirsis be Israel, the one who who fences up breaches in Israel, who you give the Pirsis be Israel, he should fence up this breach in Israel at the Khaim for life. And Tosus brings the the uh, the Gersa as well. He says we pass him like that, and a slightly different version, and it's brought in Shulchan Aruch as well. Um, 
although the Beit Yosef seems to say that you just say that and you don't say the who Yosef, who Yosef, all that, all that the Maitre, the Shach, and the Bach will disagree with that and they say you should say the Bracha normally you say who Yosef, who Yosef, who Yosef, and, and when you get to a certain point then you insert all of this and when you get to the end of it then you continue Harachim on Yom Elokhane and Elohim on Boaz the um, yeah, and there is discussion which we, which we discussed. There was a, the Bahak says you don't say, don't mention the word Mishpat because uh, Hashem takes away with Mishpat because there are people, according to the Gemara and Shabbos, according to one opinion at least, that uh, some people died without sin. And we discussed why, nonetheless, Tosus and Rashi disagree with it and they say you should still say Mishpat and we explain why that is because the Maitha Hashem doesn't do anything without Mishpat. Of course, it's just maybe we just don't understand it. Continues on the Gemara and finishes off the Gemara. To where does he go back? Lefi Rashi, this means to say, Rashi following on with his earlier shitta, Rashi learns this means to say, when one person has interrupted for two people, he was in the middle of eating, so he interrupted in order to answer to Zimmer, fine, as he should have done, and then he continues eating on afterwards, and now he's ready to bench. He finished his meal now, and now he's ready to bench. Where does he go to? So Rav Zvid Mishmei Da'abayi Omar, Rav Zvid says in the name of Abayi, Chayt al-Arish, he goes all the way back to the beginning. Tazan. Even though he's now a Yochid, he's on his own, and according to Rashi in Rav Sheshes, we're discussing Rav Sheshes, uh, Rashi says, by the way, so normally a Yochid, somebody who's eating on his own, starts from Nogelechot. No. In this case, since he did, he did eat with three people to start with, so he can start with Hazan, and he can start with Hazan. But Abon, I mean, Abon will say, no, no, Mokim Shepotak, he goes back to wherever he interrupted, and obviously he goes from Nogelechot. Now, as you can well imagine, so he comes along again and says, this is ridiculous. He's been eating again, he's had a whole, whole fest meal after that, and now you're saying, oh, he starts from Nezirachot. Again, the same question, how can you say that? He just eats and wears the Hazan. No way, says Tosis. Rather, the, what the Gemara is talking about here is, we're talking about where, uh, it could be one, one or two things, either we're talking about where one person stops for two people, uh, sorry, not, no, 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 Sorry, no, 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 I take that back. We're talking about when, when you make the zimun. So the Mizamin says to everyone, he says, Navarish Shachalam Mishaloi, and they all respond, Borach Shachalam Mishaloi, Tivokha, you know. What does he now say? So according to the first shitter of Tibet, he goes back and he says, Navarish Shachalam Mishaloi, he says, again, Navarish Shachalam Mishaloi, Tivokha, you know. He has the words of Tivokha, you know. Whereas the Rabbon is saying, this is the way we pass can obviously, they know, he says like them, Borach Shachalam Mishaloi, Tivokha, you know. The Zimmer goes, he says, obviously we start with the Rabbi Tainu Warech, by the way, as we said in Friday's year, because, based on the Zayad, you should inter- uh, invite everyone to bench, to give, give me the code, so to speak, Rabbi Tainu Warech, or Mivan Bench, Yiddish or the Hebrew, and then they say, Yishem Hashem, then you start the Zimmer. Nevorech Shachanim Bereshus, whatever it is, Nevorech Shachanim Shaddai, they say, Baruch Shachanim Shaddai, Baruch Shachanim Shaddai, and he also, the way we pass him, he says, Baruch Shachanim Shaddai, Baruch the one thing Tosis is happy with, and we are, is with this other pshat, is the Ram me Ivera, is if a person comes, and he, let's say there were three people eating, and one went out to the shuk, he went out to the market, and then they call him back, and he comes to the door, and he listens to the zimmer, fine, so we pass him at Rav Shesha, so he's got to stay there until the Mizanin gets to Azanataco, and then he goes off and does whatever he wanted to do, and then he comes back. So, as long as he didn't talk in between, and he has Kavonah to be Yotze, the Brach of Azanatakol, from the Mazamin, he can start from Nozah And that's, what, that's the way the Rami Me'ayvara explains this Gemara. So he says, that I'm happy with, because he didn't, didn't speak. But if the person, after his stopping his meal, 
Right, so it's answered to him, and he listens to Hazan and then he continues eating. So then, of course, he has to start from the beginning of benching. That's Taka the Halacha. The Halacha is therefore is like this that if a person interrupts in order just to answer to the Zimun, whether we're talking about he went out somewhere and he came back just to answer, or whether we're talking about a person interrupted his meal to answer, fine. Although there are a shame say once he answers, he can't go back to his meal, we don't pass him like that. We pass him like Rashi, Tosus, and all these shit that you can go back to your meal. You go back to your meal. Once you've got Tazan and Sakal, you go back to your meal. If you continued with your meal, or the person who came back from the market, he went off and talked to somebody, so that's a hefting, that's an interruption, then when you come back and bench, after your meal or after the interruption, you start from the beginning of benching from Hazor. But if the person did not interrupt, he went off and did whatever he, he did, he had Kavonot to be yoked with the broth of Hazor from the Mazamid, and he didn't interrupt, he didn't continue eating, he didn't, then he, could, he can, strictly speaking, we don't normally do this nowadays, because we don't really have Kavonot to be yoked from the Mazamid, but theoretically he could, and he could, he could continue on from Noidalachon. As we said, if he did continue eating, then that, that's different. We said the one thing that the, the Bira Halakha does talk about is in a case where a person uh, is where a person uh, did answer uh, sorry, he, he answered, he listened to Hazan Asakal, and then he did not continue eating bread. He just had other things, like meat. So there are those who want to say that he should, he should just continue on from Noidalachon, the Morgan Avram brings this, brings this idea down, he continues from Noidalachon, and then he'll also, he'll make a, a separate bracha according for whatever he's eating. I, I take the example of meat, bone and fosh, they talk about, the Maitre, the Bialocha, is not very happy with it, he leaves it sort of here, and he says he doesn't think that, he's not so convinced that's the case. Um, he says, because the Kitzah, if you want to be yet with Hazan, then you shouldn't be eating afterwards. Make up your mind. Do you want to be yet with Hazan from the Mazami? Then continue no Dilochah straight away, without, without making him continue continuing eating. So Lechatzchilot's going and eat, that's ridiculous, you shouldn't be doing that. If you want to continue eating, then don't be it with Hazan from the Mazami. Then you continue eating and then you bench yourself properly. That's what the, that, that's what the Bira Halachot mentions. Again, this is in Simon Reish, for anyone who wants to take a look there, there are one or two other, just, just mention one last uh, final interesting Halachot. We've talked about that one person, if, if one person stops for two people, so you've got a Zimun with three people, so uh, when, when two people are ready to bench, fine, the one person has to stop, he answers to the Zimun, he listens, he waits, he gets, uh, when they get to Hazan of Hakel, he can, co- he can continue his meal. After he's finished, he starts from Hazan. Fine. If, let's say, you've got five people. So, three people are ready to bench. Fine. So, the two stop. They answer to the Zimmer. Once again, same thing. Um, what happens, though, if, let's say, you've got three people. Three people there. And, um, two people finish their meal. And, this one person, he interrupts his meal to answer to them. Fine. He answers to them. And then he continues, he continues eating. Continues eating. And then he's ready to bench. But before he's ready to bench, another two people turn up. Another two people turn up. And they start eating with him. And they will finish together. Can you make a new zimmer? The other is yes. The 100%. Because that person who interrupted, finally he's interrupted, but he's now eaten again. And he's eaten with two other people. He's now got a chiyot to bench. He's done another whole kazai. He ate it with them. Therefore, they can create a new zimmer. As opposed to the case I just mentioned beforehand, if you've got five people, let's say, let's say you've got five people, or let's say even six people, uh, no, not, not a good example, if you've got five people, and let's just say for argument's sake, three people interrupted for the two. Two people are ready to bench, so three people interrupted for them. Fine? So three people interrupt, and they, they, uh, they listen to the zimmer. And then, after the zimmer, they get, they get, they, can, they continue eating. When they finish their meal, they can't make a new zimmer. 
Because they've already all answered to the Zimmer, and therefore that, that would be different. Um, but as I said, this idea though, that's with one person though, one person with, with, uh, with the three, so he interrupts and he answers to them, then, um, Yeah, in fact, I'm just, I'm just checking it out now. The way the Morgan Avram quotes is not, not quite as I said. If you've got five people eating together and one person interrupts the answer to two, then, 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 then uh, they can't make a zimun afterwards. Because the other two who are remaining who didn't answer to the zimun, they've lost their chance of zimun. Because they should have all answered. Once they made the zimun, it's too late now. So they've lost the zimun because you had five people, there was one chi of zimun between them. But, uh, that's, but um, that is. Yeah, but he says, if let's say you have seven or eight people, and one person stops in order to answer to two people, they want to make a zimmer, so they're ready to eat. So, um, so then, just one second. I want to check one thing. Yeah, so then we said, um, so in that case, if you've got seven or eight people, so one person interrupts to the other two, to, uh, to two people, so they can bench and go, then when the rest of them are ready to bench, he can answer to them again. So he continues eating with them. They've got their own chi of zimun. There were enough of them to split into two zimuns. Okay? So therefore he can answer to them. That's, that's, that's the, the, the basic idea. But as I mentioned earlier on, if you've got six people eating together, you've got six people eating together, so, um, and, um, sorry, not six, you've got ten people eating together, six people are ready to bench, so the four people interrupt in order to answer to the Elokeinu, they don't have to wait after the Borah Shokhanim Shalom, they can continue eating straight away, and they can make their own zimun afterwards. Because the only reason they interrupted was because of the Elokeinu, not because of the zimun. They've got enough of them to split into two zimuns, the only problem is because of the Elokeinu. That's the basic idea. As I said, not, it's a, quite, quite uh, involved there. Take a look in Simon Reish for more information. So have a very good Shabbos and a very good Bach.